0: Good morning and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And today's Word for the Day is found in John chapter 1, verse 15. And it's a verse that in our English translation that we're using, the English Standard Version, it's in parentheses. And it's sort of a, a, a well, it's a parenthetical statement. And so here's what the Gospel writer John writes. He writes, John, this is now referring to John the Baptist, Bore witness about him, Jesus, and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. Now, this is a really important verse, because if, if you've ever read the birth narratives in the Gospel of Luke, you would know that John the Baptist was born before Jesus, months before Jesus was born. So from a human perspective, um, uh, in terms of birth, John is chronologically born before Jesus. That's number one. Number two, in terms of ministry, John appeared at the Jordan before Jesus. John's ministry was first, then Jesus. So when he says he ranks before me because he was before me, he's not talking about anything in space and time. He's reinforcing the idea that Jesus is the Word who is God and was with God and became flesh and dwelt among us. So John is a witness. His words of declaring that um, he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me is reinforcing that truth. So John the Baptist, who was Jesus' cousin, if you know, because Elizabeth was Mary's cousin, so they're related, probably knew each other growing up, um, and probably interacted at certain large family gatherings, probably weddings, things of this sort. Um, he knew Jesus. He saw him. He witnessed his life. And of course, he witnessed his, his baptism because he baptized Jesus, and he declared um, who Jesus is. And so, here again, we see this, this one whom we follow, the Lord Jesus Christ, he is fully God and fully man. And he's um, in a, one person in a perfect union of two natures, divine and human. And the divine and human are distinct, but they're completely in union. One of the best images that helps me understand this union is to think of molten metal. So imagine you go to a blacksmith, and the blacksmith takes um, iron and puts it into the fire until it's glowing hot. F- the metal is actually on fire, but the way fire works in metal, it rarely has flames shooting out of it, it's just that the metal is glowing. And so fire and metal are completely um, in union, but they're still separate realities. The fire doesn't become metal and the metal doesn't become fire, but they're completely in union. And that's probably, you know, that's at least one kind of picture of what it means to say Jesus is fully God-man. You can't cut Jesus in half and suss out his divine or human part. When you look in his eyes, you see divinity and humanity. When you touch his hands, you touch divinity and humanity. When you see his wounds, you see divinity and humanity. And that union in him is our restoration to God. That union in him is a gift from God to us. So we are reconciled to God, brought back to God, and our union with him is achieved. And then now we're working that out as we prepare for eternity. It's God's method. God God gives us the reality and then helps us live into it rather than calls us to achieve the reality. That's how the kingdom works. That's how grace works. That's how God works. And that's what the gospel is all about. God bless and have a great day.